<laughs> stop! I gotta, stop! I got I to do this. Here we go. Wait, wait, hey, wait! I'm sorry, Luke. This is God, wait, 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 wait! Sorry, shame. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can I'm? Can we? We have to say. Can we say who's talking before they talk? I think I'm gonna get really confused on who's talking, and I want to make sure I understand. What's yeah, like in no, the podcast. Get out. No, no, no. Seriously, in the podcast, say, "Hey, this is." No, Josh there's just a talk. lot of people, and I'm not. I feel like this conversation are. is gonna get you know all over the place at some point. So I, I don't just, disagree with them. It's a good idea. I'm not going to say my name. (laughs) No one one will know who you are, Luke. And your opinion. That that might work out for you, actually. Don't say your name. That's right. Then it's like, wait, wait, who said that horrible thing? And it's like, nobody knows. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's up to you guys. Whatever. Uh, You don't have to, but. I don't want to set the whole podcast be like, hey, uh, this is Josh speaking. Um, I do. No, I don't. Well, (laughs) then I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) Whatever. Guys, okay, we gotta start. Doesn't matter. It's up to you guys. You guys, I'll leave that up to you guys if you want to do it. So uh, right. here we go. Hey everyone, and welcome to the seventy-second episode of We're All in the Same Boat. I'm your host, Luke Roxwold, and today I'm here with a lot of people. Shane, I was okay. I was really hoping <laughs> not to be first. No, I was just hoping not to be first. But it's okay. Hey guys, what's up? Drop the ball on that one. And Nick, what's up? <laughs> This is horrible. <laughs> Michael. Hi, this is Michael. This is what my voice sounds like. Michael's back. <laughs> Woo. Josh. Greetings. Jordan. Live long and prosper. And Andrew. Hello. As always, you can check us out on Instagram at WAITSB Podcast. This episode is going to be insane because we have so many more people than we've ever oh. had. And it's the most complicated topic we've ever talked about um but you can check us out on instagram like i said w-a-i-t-s-b podcast and you can go to itunes and search for us we're all in the same boat and leave us a review by hitting five stars (laughs) that would be splendid gentlemen all of you all seven of you hey welcome to the podcast thank you sir man so i have a question oh no it's six sorry six of you it's seven of us I have a question. I believe Josh said in his intro uh, to live long and prosper. I just have a question. What happens (laughs) if I don't do that? That was was Jordan. First of all, that was Jordan. First of all, you're not logical. Second of all, you're inferior. (laughs) Wait, I just heard the inferior part. What was the first one? First of all, you're not logical. Second of all, you're not. You're inferior. Oh, that's right. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Because you won't yeah. live long. Prosper and live long, people. You heard the man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. If you don't live long and prosper, it was not predetermined that you would. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's not your fault. We're getting so started. Today is predestination versus free will, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. This Segway. episode is tying into yeah. our last episode, which you should check out. Uh, it was really well received. Andrew, who is, this is his first episode. It is. Really liked it. Andrew, you, why don't you tell the audience listening to this episode what you thought of the last episode so that we can get more listens. Well. well, you started talking about <laughs> politics and then theology, theology and I just had so much to say <laughs> and wasn't a part of it. So I did like it, but I also was kind of bummed out that I wasn't a part of it. So, yeah, I had multiple people tell me, oh, I was listening to the podcast the entire time. I was like yelling at my my. Yes. Like radio, like, <laughs> I want to participate in this. And so. Participate. Come on the podcast. Yeah. Do it. Honestly, you could uh, follow us on Instagram and then you can message us. That's basically what Andrew did. 
Yeah. Uh, he just messaged us and was like, hey, I really want to be on the next episode. See? The system and works, guys. And now All he's famous. See? Oh, wow. Boom. Boom. Congratulations, man. He's gotten Thanks. two more followers on Instagram <laughs> because of this. So. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so the topic for today is predestination determinism versus free will. And we're going to kind of cover this topic from a bunch of different angles, some of which have to do with if there is a God, is he predestining who's going to go to heaven? Or is it our works, like our free will that kind of gets us into heaven? And if there's no God, then is everything determinism or is it free will? And, and how does that work? And so it like it's one possible and the other not. Uh, and just the inner workings of the most complicated topic we could have possibly picked. And then we said, let's get three people, from what I understand, that are on more of the side of free will. And then three people that are more on the side of predestination. And one of the people here is a pastor. Hey. It's not Michael. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Amen. Yeah, amen. <laughs> um... I need to figure out how to start this. <laughs> I just have a boatload of notes. Well, I have a question. What, what, what is the reason why you wanted to talk about this? You should start with that. What is the reason why we're all here? Why are we having this conversation? Yeah, why so what, hap what happened in the last culture? episode, Jordan? What were we talking about that led us into karma, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, it was karma. And then that segued into uh, whether or not we make our own choices or the universe or God or someone else... Mm. Uh, has those choices presented to us, and then we can just uh, react to them. So that's pretty much how it got started. Then it turned into a can of worms that's just blooming as it goes. <laughs> I think and it happened like at the very end to too. too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. and it, it happened at the very end of the episode too. It was like, all right, let's going. wrap up this episode. No, and then Jordan should, no, was no, like, no. yo. We should talk about. This is going to be um, your first three-hour podcast, and you ruined it. I know. Very my... tired that day, and I was like, "Get me out of here." <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you can tell as the podcast goes along, Shane talks less and less and less. He's like, "I'm done." <laughs> I was just like, "It was a long day. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> long day, long episode." I so, said my piece. <laughs> if I was to ask you guys, what? Whether you believe in free will or predestination, could you give me a definite answer? Is anyone here who could not give me a definite answer Wait, for which one Luke, you believe? I just want to say something real quick, like because there's two different answers if you're talking about like religiously or philosophically. I just want to throw that out there. Because I've, what's the difference? When it, well, Why should they be separate? Yeah. Well, because there's there's different. I mean, you have like a totally different set of like evidence and like things but to that consider. All goes because into one. Like, because if, if there's no God, for example, not trying to bring in the this God exists thing, but if there's no God, then it has a lot less weight because, oh, we're, pre we're predetermined, that kind of sucks, but like, hey, we're just in the universe living our lives. But if there is a God and it's predetermined who goes to heaven or hell, then it's like, oh man, is God evil? Well, does he like hate people they well, put to I don't think it's really, really simple, like, guys. Keep it, say what you believe, and then if it's in a religious context or a theological context. Well, no, no, no. I don't think it's, no? I don't think they're two separate <laughs> things. I feel like no. that all just leads you to your one, your <laughs> no. own perspective. Okay. Yeah. I guess it just matters differently. It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Like, the, so, if you have so a you're saying that, like, you're saying that free will and predestination have different, or I like saying determinism. I don't like saying predestination because I feel like predestination doesn't really exist outside of religion and we're going to tackle this outside of religion as well okay. so i say determinism um well, i guess the reason i was saying that is because <clears throat> if like as a christian if 
if predestination exists, then it totally changes everything. I believe, like it would okay. but, shake it. But if it, but, but you, outside but, of that, it doesn't doesn't matter to me. Okay. But used 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 term conversation. Yeah. Okay. It's a huge conversation. That's yeah. I, let's I, let's I, do this then. So <laughs> it sounds like you're saying. So what you're saying is, Michael. <laughs> yeah, to simplify it. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying that within religion, it has a different context than it does outside of religion. Like yes. there's a spiritual side and like the scientific side. And yeah. and I and I agree actually because I do think that they kind of differ a little bit. So, but uh, let's just have like what Jordan said. Let's just I'm going to go through you guys. Yeah, I just and, go right there. Is it can anyone does anyone not know? Does anyone ha- like not have an a, like a definite belief between pre? I almost said pre predetermination. <laughs> I almost said predetermination will. Predetermination will. I keep saying pre will and predestination. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody? No. Uh, well, well, I don't. Yeah, mine. My. I'm not like on either end. I have like my own kind of thought. Uh-oh. Okay. Then let's do this, Andrew. Yes. <laughs> you're the new one. What's your belief? Well, I, short answer though. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, we'll get into I, it. Later. I would have to say predestination and free will is like which one's right, which one's true is a biblical context for me. Like predestination is in the Bible. Like you can't say that's not real and it's free will. I think the argument is what does it mean? Mm. Or then is it predestined or not? Mm -hmm. So you are predestination, but you think that the way that people use the word might differ a little bit. Yeah. I think you can't just say predestination is not a thing because it's clearly stated at least biblically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also, well, it's weird because free will is the same way where it's like, it kind of depends on how you're defining the words, which we will get into, but officially your predestination. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jordan. Um, I'm caught in the middle. I thought I was free will. And then after a little bit of research on both subjects, I'm pretty much stuck in the middle because it seems like if you're talking about a biblical context, predetermination is definitely a thing. I mean, it's (coughs) stated, it's in there it's pretty clear but there's also a ton of uh free will choices that are made that affect the outcome of uh, situations so and then on the non-biblical context we're reacting to everything in our environment right too hot too cold hungry not hungry mm-hmm. partners we pick that's choices but you're also reacting to your needs wants and desires and then that leads into biology that leads into everything interacting with each other so you can say well i guess that's predetermined that i'm going to be hungry but I also have a free will not to eat. But, you know, at the same time, mm-hmm. you're probably going to eat. Right. Uh, so Josh. I kind of line the middle. Yeah, okay. So, like yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to keep it short. That's not you, – you did fine. I'm just going to say, like, okay, cool. Next, Josh. <laughs> Josh, what do you think? I'm pretty much in the same boat in terms of – We all are. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, I believe that, biblically speaking, there is evidence for both God – choosing and God determining things by his own sovereign decree, but there's also evidence of humanity. And so my kind of bottom line is God sovereignly created us to have free will. How that works, I don't think. But then that, I would understand, but wouldn't that that say that is free will? 
who knows like like if it's like oh god made free will isn't that technically free will then no so so that's what i was saying i was like both <laughs> exist god determining things exists by his sovereign decree and we have free will exists we don't know how that works but that it exists and that it works is the bottom line okay uh anything else or michael it's complicated <laughs> so it is really everyone's answer is like i don't know <laughs> I mean, because there, even I was just I was talking to someone about this the other day. Like, I know what I prefer, and I know like what has the most evidence, but they don't really like. I don't know. There's no like full answer, but basically, like bottom line is, I, well, I believe in free will. I kind of prefer free will, but there is a lot of stuff in the Bible about predestination. But I think that that stuff might be, like you said earlier, like not defined the same way that we're defining predestination. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say right now, Nick. <laughs> What about you, Nick? Yeah, mine's complicated too. Um, oh, for man, <laughs> complicated, Luke. I think I, I expect the, everyone to have simple answers for this complicated topic. I don't think I, I'm I asking think that, that much. I think that we have free will, but um, because God's all knowing, He can put things in front of us that He has a level of certainty of which direction we will take with that being in front of us. Mm. So He can kind of. It's not really that he's controlling our destiny, but he's putting things in front of us that he knows, you know, will make a specific decision and go a certain way. So like, okay, interesting. All right, uh, Shane, what about you? Um, the best way for me to explain is, I'm gonna use my favorite video game as reference. Um, <laughs> And Kingdom Hearts. There's a, there's a lot yes. of theological questions in that game for sure. Honestly, that's like, why I love it. But <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like at Kingdom Hearts at the beginning, you have a choice to make between the shield, the sword, and the staff. And even though everyone picks the sword, which is a stupid decision, but um, they all like you. You have you're making a choice to pick one of the three things that have a path set for you, like already in place so i i personally believe it's like a mix of the two um and they kind of work they kind of work together like i do think that uh things are uh predestined but we're also presented with the choice to kind of i guess whatever path is going to kind of get us there because i do think we kind of end up in the place we're supposed to end up, but it's just kind of how we get to that place, I think. So we'll start off by saying this, but everyone. Okay. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I also just think this is not something that we're supposed to really know the definite answer to. So that's okay. We're going to solve it today. Yeah. At the end of this podcast, (laughs) everyone's going to know the the meaning of life. Okay. Hold up. Everyone, for the most part, just said, yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> so I was like, I thought well, everyone had I, sides. And I, everyone was like, um, I it's kind of weird. Clear, I gave you my clear thing. Mine's not weird. Mine is a definite. I just think it's a mix of the two. I'm pretty dead set on that. Well, everyone said both or it's complicated. Most people say kind of both, I think. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Both. What's your one yeah. sentence answer? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Yes it's complicated. No. Both. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I if a god does not exist, 
I think it's impossible to have free will. And I got into a debate with someone about that just recently where, cause like, like it's just not possible. I don't know how free will could technically exist without a God unless you redefine free will, you know, like you could use the word to mean different things. I think, um, if a God does exist, I, I, I think I believe in free will because I just don't know how a God could do predestination. I don't, I don't know how it seems heartless to me in a way. Like if I'm being brutally honest, you know, mm-hmm. um, if, if a God, if a God had predestination, it's like, you're going to f- choose the people are going to end up one place and choose the ones are going to end up somewhere else. So, yeah. so I tend to move more towards free will because it makes more sense to me in that context. So, okay. Well, if a God made both, then didn't he determine if free will He's going to give you free will making that a predestination. <laughs> Well, that's the other catch-22, is it's like, if he gives you free will, but he knows what you're going to do, is that really free will? So, actually, I have a good... Yeah, I, 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 can, under, I can understand that. I have, I have... So, you guys talked about last week, one of y'all said something about, like, and he even said this now, about, like, if you're hungry, and, like, yeah, who are you again? Jordan. Jordan, hey, man. I wasn't in school, yeah. all right? I was home school. I've got... <laughs> that was also awesome. No, but, like... Um, oh! Just because Sorry. someone forced you to do something doesn't mean you don't have the free will to do it. Like, I, I, oh, I, I, I feel like that's people yeah. are combining the two. I don't think they're the same. Like, if someone has a gun to my head and is like, "You need to go do this thing," like get the take money out of the ATM and give it to me, like I still have free will to do it. They're forcing me to do something, but they're not like controlling my body or my like, yeah, destiny right. in that moment. So I think it is a little yeah. bit different. Same thing with like determinism. Like you're reacting to things that are happening to you unless right. unless you're just a robot like you still have free will but i like for instance i know if i say certain things to luke he'll react a certain way just because i know him <laughs> real well i'm not right. making him do these things i'm not like orchestrating his life for him but i just know him right you're just so you're manipulating his actions yeah but not but not in a way that like he has no power <laughs> over michael just goes yeah it's so. not it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's not it's not coercion is what he's saying it's not coercion <clears throat> Yeah, it's not it's it's not anything more than just saying like if you don't do this, I'll do this, and he wants the result that he's acting for. So, mm-hmm. or so are whether, we arguing whether it's favorable or, or cause and effect or against cause and effect? I don't think I think cause and effect is just, it's just different than predestination. Well, and cause and effect is about. like no. hard determinism. Yeah, cause exactly. and there, so there's a couple different branches. I was doing some research on it, and there's um, uh, if so like if it's determinism. Or free will like let's say so there's a bunch of different branches because everything in the world is always complicated but there's like free will determinism or like libertarianism determinism or something like that mm-hmm. what um, libertarianism. and then there's yeah basically there's compatibilism determinism hard determinism libertarianism incompatibilism hard incompatibilism so it's like they're different levels. So some people say hmm. everything is predestined and nothing is free will. Some people say some things are predestined and other things are free will. And then some people say, is there one that's all free will? Libertarianism, I think, is all free will. Yeah, it's like, or, or it's metaphysical like anyone can libertarianism. Anything, any, or they can change at any time. Yeah, it's metaphysical libertarianism. Is um, determinism mm. is false and free will is possible. There's a lot on this topic, you guys. There's a lot of isms. <laughs> There's a lot of isms. I think it's just write down my notes. I was, I was trying to do that while we we're talking. I hope I it's our job to, to solve this dilemma. Yeah. yeah by the end of this podcast, 
everyone. That's way too much pressure. And I we've, hey, we've we saw racism, we've saw sexism. No, we're gonna solve <laughs> no. gun control. No. We've solved we, we we title last week. We titled episodes that we solved, but we have not actually solved them. We are not. Hey, the we says that we've solved them. I don't. I'm not in that boat. I'm. Not. <laughs> we're all in the same boat. We claim. Same. Yeah. Okay. Shane, you're either in the boat. Or not? I'm I'm currently <laughs> hanging off the side of the boat with like an, a, a long piece of rope. That's just a tag. <laughs> All right, who's got the knife? I'm cutting the rope. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, right, so let's yeah, let's just freestyle. Like, um, I have a lot written down, but I don't want to just read it to you guys, especially considering the last couple episodes I've gotten into a lot of rants. I would rather other people talk a little bit more this episode. Okay. Luke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, let me ask you a question and have you answer it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually have a question for you. Um, All right. In in your statement about it has to be free will if there's a God, because he wouldn't be a good God if he sends people to hell. I'm leaning more towards that. Yeah. I guess my question would be, what's the point of hell then? Why does hell God. exist anyway? So oh. let's let's address this question to everyone. Um, so you're asking. Well, I mean, do you. <laughs> I mean, you should, you should address so the question. Yeah. That's best. Okay, I'm sorry. You're saying well, if there's a hell, I just I just don't want. Yeah, I know because and Jordan if, knows if, if if it starts going to my opinions, it'll never end. Um, no, so he's not hold kidding. up. So you're asking me. you're asking if if free will exists, why does hell exist? Or if predestination, no, I'm, I'm what asking, are you asking exactly? I'm asking, why does hell exist? In in terms of the biblical sense? Yes. It's where the bad people go. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying yeah, to think of how, what, what you're asking exactly. Or like, I, I know I'm what you're asking, asking but, I'm, but why? Yeah. It's where the bad people um, go. I think it's saying I, I well, you're saying Luke, if um, if there is a God, you can't see how it would be predestined because then people will be predestined to go to hell. But you, right? You go be like, to hell I'm creating this person, yeah. knowing that I'm eventually yeah, exactly. going to send them to hell. You don't. You go to hell if you don't. You know, if Jesus isn't your savior, you're going to go to hell. So it's like you have to make that choice to do that. So. Like it's not in that tense that that can't be predestined because we have to make the choice to. It'd be like building expect. a racetrack into a furnace and then putting my Hot Wheel car yeah. down it. It's like, so I can, well, I, I made the car do that. Why did I? Why did I? What was yeah. the point? So yeah. I actually like Luke. I didn't want to get into it so early, but I, so I, I think I. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Michael. Um. Yeah. So, like, this is the problem I have with. Um, Calvinism or predestination or whatever like in the religious context because okay so yeah in the Bible it talks a lot about the elect and um, like God's chosen people concerning the Israelites and then in Romans it talks about the elect with the Gentiles and um, there's lots of ways you can look at that like I, one way I think and I think that's in a video this is the chat as is, is like the elect is talking about how the, the before the Jews were, God chose, were God's chosen people but now the Gentiles are also part of that like it's more of a broad sense like you are the elect everyone who accepts christ 
is the elect but at the same time there's a lot because also yeah but what happened to the people before that though that i don't even want to talk about that that makes me sad (laughs) but what i'm trying to say is so yeah if so for me when i'm looking at this um it's like thank god i wasn't born in before christ you know dude you're getting because i'm not a jew you know like yeah i feel that but so what i'm trying to say is I, so God is love and the Bible says that God is love and the Bible also says that it also, it also has some things that lean towards predestination but to me I don't think that like hard predestination where God chooses who doesn't who doesn't go to heaven can be true if God is if God is love because that would be like if say you have say you have a brother and your dad locks your brother in his room all day makes them making listening to making him listen to like really bad radio country pop and you're able to go outside and go to like Disney World every single day. And you're like, oh man, my dad loves me so much. He like lets me do all this stuff. No, your dad sucks because he's like okay. making your brother like suffer in his room all day. Like no matter how good he's being to you, like no matter mm-hmm. how much you go to heaven, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a good he's not a good father in that sense. And to me, right. I don't I don't think a God can be loving and predestined and predestine people in that way. Right. That's kind of what I'm saying. And so, Andrew, and do you just, or anybody just, anyone jump in and because this is interesting. Just to jump off Mike's comment, because um, I've I've burrowed my nose down the Calvinistic theology, theology uh, old hole quite a way. Josh is the pastor, by the way. Um, and, <laughs> to, and and just to, and just degree. and just and just to go off of his point, everything he just said, I'm very much like along the same lines as one of the biggest problems I have with Calvinistic theology. But I would tell you, and Michael probably know this, and many of you may know this as well, that if you bring that up. The response you're going to get is, "Who are you to question an all an almighty sovereign God?" Which right. is like the most frustrating answer because you're just yeah, because like, it's you, a cop out. You you, yeah. you you just played the God card, and it's like literally uh, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like that, that's so that's so irritating because it's like when has that ever been an acceptable answer to anything? Like, oh, I'm trying to <laughs> cure this disease. How dare you try to figure out science and the way the world works? And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's not. That doesn't, that's not a good answer. Now, we might not be able to figure this out. Actually, I'm sorry. At the end of this episode, we will have this figured out. Just <laughs> you wait. Absolutely. But I mean, like, we might God not be able to figure you. this out, but I still think God would want us to wonder. And the thing is, if you're trying to get someone to follow Christianity, they're going to ask this question. So that's why I don't really feel oh, bad yeah. about not holding back on this stuff. Because I'm like, people got to be able to answer these questions. I do understand though that if I like for me even though like it really bothers me to not understand things like this I also know that God is an infinite being that I can't understand so I don't have to understand it like that's I'm not, why that's I'm not why gonna I, be deterred because of that but it is frustrating and, and that is why I love the Eastern Orthodox Church the way that it was described to me I don't know a whole lot about them but like we in the West love to find out answers and if we can't find answers to something we just kind of blow it off and like well we either a this is frivolous so i'm not going to keep going with it or b because i can't prove it or because i can't find the exact answer to it i'm not going to believe in it whereas people in the east are very much into the mystery of god the mysteries that we can't understand and so the eastern orthodox church is very much into the hey we don't really understand how this works and that's the mystery of god and it is awesome God it's beautiful, mysterious. but it also sounds kind of foolish, though. I was going to say that this podcast is not an Eastern Eastern um, Orthodox <laughs> podcast. No, no, I understand that. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about for myself. I think there's. I think there's. I think there's great. I think. There's, I think there's a lot of benefit to be able to sit back and say, you know what? If I could, if I put God in a box, 
he's no longer God. Right. That's the thing. So if so if I can so if I can if I can have so if I can have a understanding of God and there are some things that I don't understand about God and I'm totally okay with that, I think there's a lot of benefit to that. Not saying that you don't continue to search for truth or search for meaning or whatever in that situation, but also just saying, you know what? God is way bigger than what I can understand and God is way bigger mm-hmm. than what I can, you know, fully comprehend and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I, that's I, really I, good to not know is is good. Yeah, and I can agree with a lot of that. I, I got into a debate with an atheist about, well, maybe I guess he was more agnostic about this, where he was like, I only believe things that science can prove, and if science can't prove it, then it doesn't exist. And it's like, okay, hold up. So that's the scope of science. So it doesn't make sense because if a God exists, you know, just given the premise of all this, if a God exists, he like- created science. So why would you try to prove God with something he created? And, I, and this is the example I use if I painted a picture that was black and white and then someone walked up and was like looking at the picture and then looked at me and then looked at the picture and looked at me and was like, Luke, you don't exist. And I was like, wait, but why? And they're like, because everything in this photo is black and white and you're not. So you can't exist. And it's like, yeah, well, point. I made the photo. Like, what does it, why would I have to follow the rules? And so that's the idea that I won't yeah. be able to fully understand God. Yeah. Is kind of expected, but I should still try to figure out as much as I can. Because me going up to someone who doesn't believe and going, "Oh, you'll you just won't understand." The idea of only believing things science can prove is silly, anyway. Because there was a time where, like, gravity wasn't proven, you know, and like we discover things every day. Yeah, yeah. Dude, don't, jump, don't jump off of that uh, that you're, thing. You're Why? telling me that it's microscopic gravity. organisms can kill me? What's a microscopic <laughs> organism again? That's right. <laughs> like, people used to kill people for having health treatments. We burn them at stakes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't always take everything that we know now as absolute fact. Because yeah, in cause five years we go, oh, it's wrong. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. science is kind of bound by time a little bit, I think. It's also a like, there's also super simple things that science can't prove, like music. Like, music is so transcendent. Like, you can't be like, oh, music yeah. makes you feel this way. No, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. It's like, yeah. You I'll, can try to do it, but it's not how it works, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things. There's That's so many point. things. You probably look at brainwaves and figure it out, like eventually. Yeah, as you say, music does have science behind it, though. Yeah, but it's also super subjective. Lies. It work not good music. Lies. What? Well, so like, so the, the music science doesn't do a good job of explaining why, though. It just explains what. Well, it's patterns. Mm-hmm. It's it's mathematics. Music is like OCD with sound. Music is mathematic, but it's also not because that's the same. The same patterns don't work in every context, even in similar contexts. No, but I mean, even those no contexts are mathematical. Good music. It is no, very mathematical. But there's no explanation as to like why I prefer a certain tone on my guitar that others don't. Yep. Or why I prefer a certain genre. No, science can't Well, that could that. be nurture. Can that. That's neurochemical. I, yeah, I was saying that that's nurture. That's like over anyway, time. That's, but also, that's different. Let's move on. I don't want to get sucked <laughs> Yeah, that's like really weird. <laughs> that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> so can free will exist without a god? Does anyone disagree with me on that? Is free will chaos? I think it can exist without a god. Well, that's the question. Free will without a god. I think free will without a god would be chaos. So there's actually so there's actually a great video. There's there's actually a great video on this by Prager University that did this, um, and they make the case that no, there can't be uh, free will without a god. I would I would put it to you this way, um, and I've listened to a lot of YouTube videos leading up to this. There was there was a great one by Jordan Peterson he was responding to uh, Sam Harris oh Sam Harris oh, um, no. Not and that 
I have Jordan, a Sam Harris video referenced in this. Uh, in this. Yeah. Notes, so actually. so so Jordan Peterson. So Jordan, it, it was um actually I can give it to you or I can just say which one it was in. Just, just tell us um, what was in the video. You can show yeah, us later. It was it was one of his lectures. You can look it up. It's Jordan Peterson determinism versus free will, and it's a classroom lecture. And um, he's talking about, and of course, Jordan Peterson lecture, he's using an old Disney film for his example, but um, it's Pinocchio. And he goes, hey, so in the scientific world, when we think about determinism versus free will, there's two things that take into account always, and only two, uh, nature and culture. So not nature versus nurture, nature and culture. And that's Sam Harris's point, that we are all born into a world with things that we didn't choose nor can we control we're born into a family we didn't choose we're born with characteristics we didn't choose we're born Mm -hmm. with biological things that we didn't choose all of these things and because we didn't choose those things and it's these things that impact what we do therefore we have we don't have uh, free will Jordan Peterson's point though is to say that all of the philosophers and writers of antiquity all the way up to now all assume the same thing and that there's a third object that science misses and it's the and it's the third thing that science misses because they can't prove it and they can't explain it which is goes back to what we were talking about before so they so they would agree there's nature there's culture but then there's self there's consciousness mm. and it's that consciousness yeah. that gives us free will because and then he uses the example of a ch- of a of a game like a game of chess um, there are rules within the game of chess that you didn't choose that you just inherited that you know if you're going to play the game of chess you inherit these rules but within that box within that board of rules and everything else there are an, there's almost an infinite number of things that you can do within that set of rules that you do freely and yep. that aren't determined or free will and so, so I think that's a, I think that's a great uh, a great um, image analogy. illustration. Yeah. Of so I, it's an interesting image, but I and I like Peterson. I've said that before, but I don't really think it's a good example. Like because I, I saw that video and like he's explaining compatibilism, which is like uh, determinism with moment parts of free will. So it's almost like you physical objects have determinism to them, but then things with a conscience or a mind has free will so if uh um what was the example that i found it's like the universe is the law but some of our human actions are free so if i'm hungry that's not free will that's determinism but if i make a choice to say something or to do something then that's free will however i don't agree with that because i think that just scientifically looking at this everything that you do is chemical reactions to reactions to reactions to reactions to reactions and then it keeps going keeps going and keeps going mm-hmm. until you get back to the big bang and that's that's it's, just in, like scientifically it's all one we're like a giant explosion ex- except except in how things ricocheting except in except in the reality that we all live in like everything around us and everything that we do is predicated off the idea of conscious self and free will like we like we we don't act like automatons. We don't act like deter- now, you know, you can well do you know if you're determined, but I'm just like seriously like looking around at things and how and how we create our culture, how we interact with one another and things like that. We treat each other consciously like you're talking to someone with a self, someone with you could use the word soul, I guess. You you treat someone that way. And and the great example of this obviously is um, the judicial system. 
judicial system treats people like you have free will, and because you have free will, you're responsible for your actions as opposed to you're determined, and therefore you're not really responsible for your actions because you were predetermined to do what, you, what you've done. Yeah, yeah, but if I looked at a computer program, by the way, anyone jump in. Like, you got to be able to interrupt on this episode okay. if you have something to say. <laughs> um, I obviously am doing it, so feel free. But um, all I was going to say is, like, you could look at that. I could look at a computer and be like, look at how complicated this is. This is obviously mm-hmm. a really insane soul being. And it's like, well, no, it's actually just a bunch of circuits and electricity and gates that do things when things are reacted to and things do that. Like, you get into the brain and the chemistry of the brain and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I think you make a reactions. good point. But I don't think reactions like disprove free will or like, I don't think, I think you can have, rea- you can react to things and have free will because there's tons of times like in your day where something will happen and you'll have a natural reaction to that. But then you can, you, I'm sure you choose to either not act that way or to act that way or you choose to do something else. But that's like, a, what about the unnatural the, the, reactions? Like if we're well, really hungry and a but give well yeah crime. give me an example like when would you choose to do something that wasn't a reaction okay well, like if someone, I, I read okay, an article today me. about okay. I read an article today about um, dieting and why people like can't get um, they can't like change their weight so basically if um, it it was along the lines of if you're um, dieting and your weight goes down so much your brain sends chemicals to your body to make you hungry enough to bring you back to the weight that you were at. So people who are successful at dieting are fighting that natural reaction to listen to their brain to eat more. Does that make sense? Right. But, yeah, but are, which which who are you refuting, me or, or Michael? Uh, you, because you were talking about how everything's a reaction of a reaction of a reaction. And I think the free will is evident in the fact that we can fight against those otherwise natural reactions but that but that decision is a reaction to like you realize you don't want to you saw yourself in the mirror and you didn't like what you saw and that kicked off different chemicals that makes you anxious but your reaction tapped into your history and so then you're still reacting it's just like an overreaction no no but your but your reaction isn't determined no you're 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 okay so think about it you know you do have a choice I mean, well, at least we at least we feel like we do. Well, you can't you can't prove we can't prove that we're not in a simulation. But what yeah. we can what I'm trying to say we is can't like, prove a lot of things. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But what if what, a rock what was say, like flying wait, through the air, the rock could be like, I have free will to fly, and I'm flying this direction. It's like, well, you yeah, think you sure. are, but I just threw it you. Could. That's the reason you're flying. So we don't we don't That's know possible. if don't, we don't, don't know if free will thinks, is but. programmed in. <laughs> no, you're saying it, it could like if if you were flying through the air, you could think that you're flying, but you're just going somewhere. Like I could be like, but, oh, I decided to not eating because I, I, I decided the, I got the analogy. But anyway, but, what I'm trying to say is like there are times where like someone's being aggressive with you, and your natural reaction is to be aggressive back. But you can yeah. sit back and you can decide to be calm or to or to defuse the situation another way. You made saying, a like, choice not have, to beat their ass. We have natural but reactions. Why? <laughs> I guess what Luke is saying is that that could why? be because a, you don't. Well, that could still be no, a reaction. I don't like that. No, wait, wait. I don't like that. I feel. I feel like when you start doing what you're doing right now, Luke, and you're you over. I feel like you're trying to dehumanize people. I feel like that's very dehumanizing by like you breaking down the fact that. Well, this is just because of this, 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 and this. So that's very sociopathic behavior. I no, no, didn't no, say I liked way. it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like you can't... this, that concept, like, that just, I don't know. 
That's a weird yeah, point. I don't well, like that's a valid it. point, though. The, it's like simulation the, the theory. The universe like, is built up of tiny we, little reactions from micro scale all the way up to where we're at and then be way beyond forces we can't control or understand. So, I mean, it's 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 just fact. It's not dehumanizing. It's just fact. And that's I where... Mean, well, and, no, no, no. And that's where... I'm saying... Well, go ahead. Well, no. I was, what I'm uh, saying is... What, what I'm saying... Give me two seconds. It's... I, I agree with Luke and I agree with you, Shane, at the same time. So I'm going to put my two cents in. Uh... What the, the, the difficulty we have is whether we can say, you know what, the choices I made are because I'm reacting to something that is already happening and then that started a new reaction. You know, it's just like uh, the butterfly effect, right? I killed a butterfly. Well, guess what? Dinosaurs weren't born when you went back in time. Eh, somebody didn't. Wasn't, okay, let me rephrase. You went back in time, <laughs> killed a butterfly, that changed the entire evolution. Okay, okay. yeah, the but butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah, the butterfly effect, right? But at the same time, you can make and pick and choose what you do. You know, you, you can just choose what you want for lunch. You can go, you know what, I'm, I want this cake. I really want that cake. Everything in my body's telling me I want that cake, but I go get a salad instead. I mean, that, that's something mm -hmm. we can all do. Yeah. I'm and just saying that, like, telling you, this is the more rewarding thing. Like, yeah, like, and no. so like, Michael, let's go back then, to. But then just like, but is that that's not is that really a choice or is it just something else in your brain kicked off that you know this is not good for my body? Your body's like, no, don't do that. Eat the salad. That's what Luke was doing. Yeah. Right. So no, no, but too. it's it's more complicated than that. So like, Michael, I want to go back to what you said. You said just, if someone uh, is reacting to you aggressively. And then you choose to not give in to that aggression, like right. oh, they're, they're, the the biological reaction would be to be aggressive back. And you're mm -hmm. saying you make a free will decision to not do that. But here's the thing: like if I was getting aggressive with you and you chose to not get aggressive with me, why would you do that? Just because it's a logical choice doesn't mean it's not free will. Like, cause like I wouldn't do it because I I would think that whatever I was gonna do instead would be more effective. That Your brain's been programmed to do. As a whole, right? But my brain's well, also been programmed to be aggressive back, though. Right, and but it's like, also been programmed too... to make better choices. Well, even though that, even... I'm going more in the direction of what, like Luke is saying, where every decision is kind of like can be calculated in hindsight. Just because they're calculated and influenced by other things doesn't mean it's not free will, though. Like what you're yeah. saying is true, but it's not like it does. I don't think it. To me, it doesn't change but, yeah. the conversation. Just, just because, yeah, yeah just, just because you, you can, can, just because you can do something or something is a possibility, doesn't mean that it's determined that you're going okay, to do. Okay, but I have a question. I have a question yeah. because I think my, I believe Michael just said this because you're talking about it, like in hindsight. Can you do the same thing to something currently happening in the moment, or can you do it before? It happens. Can you be like, oh, this person's getting angry. Oh, okay, but they're probably going to make the best decision because this is going to happen in their brain, and then their body is going to shift, and this you is going to happen. Or you you're, don't have you're enough data after the fact. But I think that's what I'm saying. I don't understand. I think if we had, I think if we had all of the data of the entire universe, then you could make an uh, you would know an accurate prediction of what will happen. Right. So like, there's too has. many factors to to have. Like basically, if I could measure every single thing in the world and put it into a formula, then I would know how you would react. Or at least That's have ninety nine percent certainty. No, I would. I would one hundred percent know. You can't account because, for human factors, dude. And but exactly. Well, no. Okay, here. Pull, pull back. I'm getting I, to determinants of support. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, if I knew every single factor of every single thing since the beginning of time. I would know everything that was going to happen. The problem is you can't know 
all the you different would be like that factors from the flash there was a character like that on the flash <laughs> but so. do you guys see what i'm saying like the, the problem yeah. is there's too many factors there's the wind there's the molecules there's the, there's the physics of yeah. every little thing the different Weird. planets like the gravity of all the planets put together in every single direction every little reaction of every little thing you can't measure because it it's too much i think but, this, but, but if I you think could I think, but we're, I think we're thinking about it, at least in this context, very like small. Like we're just thinking about ourselves. I think, cause, and I just, I was been thinking about this recently since I saw that, I guess, um, NASA discovered like two black holes like colliding together, and it just made me really think about how small of a thing we are in existence. And I think mm-hmm. in context of everything, cause you know, um, does a cow have free will or is a cow's life? you know, predetermined, you know, we react to the cow. If this cow didn't exist, if this cow didn't eat this much grass today, or I don't know how cows produce milk, but if this cow didn't do <laughs> this thing today, would I have not gotten my milk today for my cereal that gave me the energy to whatever, whatever, whatever. So I think yeah. that, you know, there's a lot, there's so much that goes like into it, but I think that you have to think about it in the grand scheme so here's the question so, then. and not just so Wait. small about like ourselves because we're just such a small factor of like yeah. what makes things work i have a question going off of that so do you guys when you're thinking about free will and predestination are you thinking of it like day to day every decision you make or like your or like your um your goal or your, des- or your destination because i i, I kind of have a maybe it's maybe it's really romantic belief but i have a, a belief that like there's like a set like there's like a perfect destiny for each person and you either you either get it or you don't, but there's something that you're meant to do or somewhere you're meant to be or someone you're meant to be with. But that's the perfect thing you can do. But you can mess it up you or you can find something else that's also good. Let's do yeah, this. Are we talking about that? I want to come back to that one. I'm, I, I want to write that down, Michael. Um, yeah. So you said um, everyone has a path, basically, and they can either follow that path or not. Like, right? a, des- like a destiny. like in the. Yeah, that's what I said last week. Okay, so before we before we get into that, I want to pull in. I'm definitely on the fence. Now. Yeah, let, we'll get to that one in one second. I'm, I just wrote it down so I won't forget. Um, Andrew, you yeah. listened to the last episode and you had a lot of opinions and you haven't had a chance to really talk too much. And so I want to know what you're thinking about all the stuff we're talking about so far. Yeah, you had <clears throat> you had mentioned um, last week about you had this similar conversation about the mathematics of everything and how it's predetermined um, and how you can know everything if you know everything that makes sense right Mm -hmm. and the question is how does free will fit in that if everything can be predetermined how does free will fit in that and i think in that in that the way of viewing it that way free will would be just a human concept Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's a um like a facade in a way. It's just yeah. like, I feel like I have free It's a will way to explain the choices that you make. Yeah. And like, if you get yeah. rid of free will, the concept, then it's like, well, then how do we hold people responsible for the things that they do wrong? You can't. If it's predestined, they have, yeah. So I, I get the concept of as a society, we have to live as if free will exists. Yeah. But in terms of does it actually in scientific rules exist? That gets harder to prove, especially if there's no God. And and I think it's kind of more fun to think about it this way because then it's like, I don't know. It's like, well, what what could it possibly be? 
yeah, scientifically. Yeah. It's more complicated. It's a lot more fun to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the reason why we're kind of going down this road a little. Because I think it's interesting. I think all this stuff is is, is fun to talk about. So. Um, to quote the to quote the late, great uh, Stephen Hawking, he gave a talk in um, 1990 at Cambridge, and he, he came to that conclusion. He said, the tragedy of scientific materialism is that if we take its, all of its assumptions to heart, we are not free but are totally determined. So that's so that's so that was his that was his exact conclusion. Although he did follow that up by essentially saying, "Since I don't know what is being determined, I may as well not be." Right, which is like yeah. a massive like. Here's the trap door that I made for myself. I'm hopping through it. See you guys. Um, yeah, it's a ignorance. Ignorance is bliss, almost. Right, and which is I th- which I think to your point, Luke, about if God doesn't exist, how can I have free will? Prager University makes that same point. They're like, and they, cause they kind of bounce off of the Jordan Peterson conscious self idea where if everybody has a conscious self, something created the conscious self. Well, what did create the conscious self? Uh, intelligence that's greater than we are. Okay. then How do we deal with that? Which is why someone like Sam Harris, who is very much scientific, uh, materialist, all that atheist doesn't want to deal with that. Because he thinks that this conscious self doesn't exist, that free will and consciousness is an illusion. So that's that's a part you don't, of this. And you don't like Sam Harris's points very much. I actually feel like he makes good points on a lot of things. He make, he make, he makes interesting points and they're good to listen to. The the thing that I have with Sam Harris is that when he talks about these things, he gives off this if you agree with me, you're enlightened. If you disagree with me, you're an idiot. And I'm, you know <laughs> what I mean? He's very smug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and very it's calmly like, smug. He's like, he, well, he I is. was thinking if I would do it, you're like, and, and it's up, the Sam same. Harris. And it's the same thing. Like, Richard Dawkins has the same thing to him where it's like, okay, if you agree with me, congratulations. Welcome to the club of enlightened smart people. If you don't disagree with me, oh, well, you know. You're just a silly, silly person, you know, right. You know, you should just probably go away. And it's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah. But Nick, what are you thinking? Man, I'm definitely on the fence now. Like I'm further towards um, determinism after your talk about the mathematics behind it. Even with a God, I'm kind of like leaning towards the determinism side of things yeah like I, be- I believe that like I-, I believe all the science behind you know the big bang and everything and how the universe was created but i believe also you know god set that in motion so it's like man if i, I can see it being you know there is a god and determinism is that's, that's kind of the other cop out I think that, that Josh mentioned earlier like people saying oh you don't know God's ways but it's also like oh yeah God could have just made it that way yeah like so like, to me, think, like well, everything that we've been saying doesn't necessarily disprove or prove de- like predestination it's just something else that could also be happening with it here, I don't think here's, it proves here's, it but my um, I don't know my, my thoughts on this are more determinism now than um, free will Here's here's honestly the th- the problem that I had with all of that whole debate that you guys had, which was great, um, <laughs> is that Luke, you danced around Jordan Peterson's conscious self point, and basically said I don't like that explanation, or I just don't really want to deal with it, because all because all of the talk about reaction, you guys talked about the reactions to things as if we don't have the right to choose within those reactions, like the reactions are automatically must be determined. 
Well, so there, there's a difference between do I have the right or do I feel like I have the right to choose? So yeah, I could, like I said, thoughts. the rock flying through the air. Let's say a rock had a brain and I kick the rock and the rock flies to the air. And as the rock is flying through the air, the rock is going, oh, I decided I was going to do this. I decided I'm flying through the air. And it's like, well, you didn't technically. Technically, it just happened and you feel like you thought you, you did it. I, I don't think that's so a very I don't good think, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think that's a very that good I, example. I don't, I don't think, think that I jumped around Jordan Peterson's question. I think that I, I, what he said didn't really have a lot of weight. He basically said, look at how complicated the mind is. So we can't say it's predetermined. And I was like, well, I don't think well, that's that a very good example. Anything. I don't think that's a very good example, though. What do you mean? Of the rock? I, yeah, I don't think that's a very good example. I think, I, a better, I think a better example would be Luke's hungry at 12.30 p.m. Okay, hungry reaction is I need to feed myself. But then there's so many. But then the choice between I'm going to get a burger, I'm going to get a piece of pizza, I'm going to make some chicken, I'm going to get a salad. No, but those are all those are all But those are all sparked from things that either happened to me or I experienced or I crave. They're brain reactions. So no, 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 If I wrote, if I wrote a program that said that was programmed to say I am choosing to do these things, I still wrote the program to do it. So your your body is designed to do certain things. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're doing them or making the choices. But you but yes. again you're, you're but again you're talking about an inanimate inanimate uh. object of a computer as as opposed to a human being. And again, that makes sense. What's the difference? You, that 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 that's what that's what I'm getting to. That that would make sense if we just leave nature and culture but leave off the conscious self. If you include the conscious self into the equation, you can't compare a computer to a person. You're talking you can't about compare being a like self-aware. To a, to a person. You mean you mean you're talking about being self-aware? Like we we realize it's not like a, again, a wolf would again uh, conscious like, self is something that no one has ever been able to truly define in terms of what it is or how it works. We just well, know yeah, that. Yeah. It so I know it, it, for this is this goes into like cognitive behavioral theory where it's like right. Not only do I feel scared i am aware that i feel scared and i understand why i feel scared and i'm choosing how i think about being scared so it's like another dimension i have a question Luke, Conscious. all right you. yeah go ahead shane go ahead um because you keep saying this thing about like you know reaction and stuff uh, and i just this is just i'm not i mean nothing by this question it's just a, a question is it like if your brain is telling you like if you're hungry your brain is telling you to eat um, you know, our brain sends many different communications to various parts of our body, correct? Um, mm -hmm. Isn't your brain choosing, like, sub, I think subconsciously, isn't it, aren't you choosing to eat the food because you are hungry? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think... But that choice is a reaction to it's, but maybe... It's still a, but it's still a choice. choice. Yeah, it's not like it you like be a stimulated choice. It's not, it's not like you get hungry and then immediately you just before without realizing you have to stand up and go like cook for like an yeah, hour. Yeah, you don't just then, like, so don't okay. Just so like I'm hungry. Your heart up, right. Your go, heart beats. Go. And you're not you don't assume. force. You don't. You don't make a choice. <laughs> you don't make a choice to have your heart beat. Right. Okay. So we all agree that like your heart beating is kind of more of an involuntary action you don't you can't make it stop yourself unless you kill yourself but i mean like it just keeps beating right so hold on you're 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 using you're using you're you're pick apart don't pick apart my example you guys know what i mean because you're creating a false dichotomy i don't know you're creating a false dichotomy how 
How? Because you're because you're because because you're Wait, you're taking we something that we cannot for? control. Yeah, let's, let's let him finish it, and then we'll argue with him. I yeah, was I saying that like context. it's different. It's different for me to say I'm going to choose between the burger and pizza, and my heart's going to beat, and I can't really control it. I'm technically doing it, but it's not something I'm controlling. Now, the only reason I bring that up is because you guys keep bringing up like thoughts and being like, "Well, I made the decision to choose the burger," and mm-hmm. it's like ultimately it does feel like you made the decision. But you could have been making that decision because, no, I remember the taste of the burger and I remember it tasting better than the pizza. And I remember what it's like to refrigerate a burger versus a pizza. And I kind of have a more of a craving for the burger or the burger, which trails back into like different things I tasted as a kid or different things my parents tasted as kids. So it's like my genes and like that. It all branches off from all these other things. I have a question. It depends on how we define free will. I have a question. I think you're saying that like... Our our choices are perceived as choices, or our actions are perceived as choices. In a sense, what does it matter and, what they're perceived as and what they just are? But if they're so only perceived as a choice, that and it's like a, it's it's like it's a. I think Luke's getting at we make passive actions that are sometimes perceived as choices. Like all of our actions are, um, at some level, passive. And then some yeah, of them have we've choices. done them. We've we've gone gotten conditioned. We've conditioned ourselves to do certain things, but that do, I don't think that doesn't mean it's still not yeah. a choice. Like like Let's a reflex. Like, like a reflex. Like, I mean, I can I can clean my room every single day, and I'm just I just do it naturally. That's just what I do, and I can choose one day. You know, I'm just not going to clean my room today. Yeah, yeah I don't think habits if, are... if we make new choices, though, that could be a reaction to something that we're unhappy well, yeah. with. I mean, that's you like, know, this, this, still, I think, I feel like we should move on because this is like, I feel like we should move on because this is like simulation theory. We can't prove just, whether or not we're <laughs> making these decisions or I mean, not. I'm I'm just, having, I think it's I'm kind of like fun. besides the point. But I just I think that like, you can define. We're still making the choice. To, no matter you, what, how you get to making the choice, you're still making the choice. You could define free will. Like you could say that if I cognitively, well, actually that's even hard to say. If I cognitively make a decision in my brain, like calculations go through my mind and I decide something, we could all agree like, okay, let's pretend like that's free will. I'm just talking, but the problem is I keep focused on like a base level analysis of it. Is it free will I or is it terminal? I think you're looking at it as the person. I'm, it's the non-fun the way of looking at it. And yeah. like, <laughs> you're looking at it. You're looking at it from, I, I'm playing Sims 3 right now. And we're looking <laughs> at it as, hey, we're the Sims. And <laughs> no, just That's what we're trying to figure very, out. Like very, well, very, very complicated well, I, Sims. But I, I mean, I mean, we're kind of, we kind of are like in a simulation. If you like think about it that way, I mean, if like you know, if I mean, like I believe like you know, if God created us to be here for this thing, like that is kind of a simulation. Like, yeah, we're sense. like a little so habitat that he made. We are kind of in a simulation, technically. I think. But yeah. Good, I see that. Whatever. But let's, okay, do you want to go but into if the you make, If you make any decision, if you make any choice, then can't you explain why you made that choice? So in hindsight, there was some sort of calculation that led up to that? Like yes, why did yes, I choose yes, to there, pizza? There are, yeah, everything, everything leads into each other. We're constantly making choices that make us make other choices and everything. You know, we have a timeline, so everything kind of flows. But I don't think that means it's pre. I don't think it means it's necessarily predetermined that we're going to make all of these choices. 
So because I, I I've and I just don't think that because like I've there's a lot of things that like I've well there's, yeah there's a lot of things that I've just got that I personally have gone through in life that I just don't really see how that could have been predetermined when I've I've had the choice many times to like n- you know not have something happen but like I'll do it anyways. So it's hard, and I just, I don't know, it's hard for me to think that, like, it's, like, everything's, it how it happens. I, I think, think I don't know. If, you make the, if you make any choice, it it seems to me that it's a result of chemical yeah, reactions res- in your mind that are happening sort of passively, and you perceive that action as a choice. Yeah, what if I if I put a once again hot wheel? I know these are simple examples, but this is a complicated topic and so it's hard to it's hard to explain some of these things. And so I'm trying to break it down. If I if I had a hot wheel car on a track, it's always going to go down that track, okay? But imagine if I put something in that hot wheel car that had a brain that made the car think it was deciding which direction it was going when it really wasn't. Now, this is getting into, like I said, it's complicated. And, and here's the thing. I, if you guys disagree with me, obviously some people are making their voice known. I don't want like the podcast to end and then you guys talk about how much you disagreed with me and you didn't tell me on the air. I, that, that, that example kind of threw me off because you just said, I have a Hot Wheel car and I put something in the Hot Wheel car that is a brain, but then you just said that the car yeah. thought something. I, just, I don't like these examples because I don't feel like they're comparable. Well, it's, it's not, it's not, not exactly to easy to come up with an example for yeah, this. Like, yeah, the I example know, I, I gave you is just like exactly like human consciousness. I, the I problem is, was, the only difference between the reason you guys don't like this is because you don't like the idea of not having that control over your brain. And I'm just saying like, it's not a fun thing to think. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, saying we, I don't like, like, yeah, but, but, I don't like the example. Like we've been talking about on other things for the last <sighs> week or two, we can rewire thing. and reprogram our brain by different choices and habits. But I know what you're going to say is that, well, that chemical reaction led to a certain point where you no longer feel that those choices you were making were good, so you shift gears and go down a different path. Right. But you can, people do that without reacting to bad circumstances. A lot of people will go, Oh, I don't want to do this anymore because it's bad. And then other people go, I could take it or leave it. You know, like I can, I'm, I love cigars, but I'm, yeah, but, I can but that's like a overly simple, like that's simplifying it too much because even though it's like, Oh, I didn't get into a car wreck. So I'm, but I'm still going to fix my driving. I could see someone else get into a car wreck or I could see other things in the world that scare me. So I'm careful in general. So that's a yeah, chemical reaction the in the brain. That, I think that's I think that's what we're going to keep running into is whether or not the the free the conscious influences that decision or is influenced by other things, right? Cuz yes. I mean I, I had a Mustang. I was a reckless uh, driver at times and other times <laughs> I wasn't. I mean, at, you know there's times I'm driving like a 70-year-old and then other times I'm driving like a 22-year-old who's just got out of the, the Marine Corps and is bored of his mind. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you can so, react differently in the, in, in the same context more than once. But, exactly. but people aren't the same, though. They all have different experiences and different genes yeah. and different histories exactly. and different... But they still have... Like, all. all right, so let's say we, we all work for a living, I'm assuming. Some of you may be able to sit down and make videos and make money off of that. I got a sugar um, mama. Who does that? Yeah. Whoa, I want nice. that life. Luke, I can make the choice Luke's to... Luke's a hard-working work. man. Oh, I know he is. I know he is. 
Thank you, Shane. But uh, I can make that choice to go to work every day because I know I won't be able to pay my bills or I can make that choice to live off somebody else's government, right? I can make the choice to ignore my anxieties when I walk into a stop. I, I sell things into a location and be like, oh my God, they're, I don't want to talk to these people. Or I can go in there and go, all right, all right. I don't like this. Everything in my body is telling me to run or and my mind's telling me to run. I'm racing. I'm out of control. Or I can really focus and get myself to stop, get into a different place, and then let that take its course. I mean, there is some automatic responses, right? I think everybody knows that. At some point, you can turn something off, and then you just coast. Other yeah. times, you have to make a conscious effort to switch something or change something, mm-hmm. regardless if you like it or not. I mean, heroin yeah, those, addicts or those, morphine uh, addicts have to change. Those automatic... completely controlled. When you shut your brain off and go into automatic mode, you're still going off of a programming in your brain. You're just doing it right, subconsciously. It's a habit. When you exactly. when you when you formulate a habit, your brain activity goes down, and so mm-hmm. when you turn into automatic mode, you're like, "Well, I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing." It's like, "Well, you're not consciously yeah, so you thinking about, but your, your whole brain, brain right over time." And, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah, saying- like I know my examples aren't perfect because I didn't really think before this podcast what examples I was going to give, but Neither I'm just trying the the complexity of this makes it hard for me to explain clearly where I'm coming from. Cause it's like you said, well, one person could do one thing and then another person could be in the same situation and then they might do different things. What's up with that? And it's like, well, yeah, cause they have completely different yeah, histories, completely different genes, completely different right. brains and upbringings and nurturing. Case and, by and, case. Yeah, so it's like you can't compare the two because yeah. they're why would they ever do the same thing? There's it's so complicated. I yeah, think right. I think one of the biggest issues we're having is we're um we do make choices. We make choices every day and in our experiences throughout our days we have that choice. So it's hard to think about not having that choice. It's hard to think about not having that consciousness. I think, I think, or it not being a choice after all. Like yeah, your it's perception, hard to, of it's that hard to say that because you live that way, but it could possibly be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it goes in, well, it goes into the ignorance is bliss because I could believe. And it would be much more fun to believe that life is not painful. And it'd be nice if that's the way things were. But what's the reality? That life is painful. And so what we're trying to kind of formulate is not what feels better or what we wish was the case. It's like, well, what is the case really? And that's why I'm not saying anything that I really like. I'm just saying that in concept, we kind of are like machines and robots. Now, if we have a yeah, soul, kind of, that's a different question, or that's a different thing. But it's hard to argue against the case. Oh yeah, totally. And I think like, kind of it's kind of like a. How, oh, sorry. It's kind of like a someone like conducting a train. Like a train's on a track, and it's going to do what's going to do on its own. But like the conductor can take over and stop the train. They can switch the tracks to another track. They could even take the. They could even literally take the train off of the tracks and do something else with it. Like, even though the machine has a set path, I think. Obviously, it's hard to know. But even if, if there's a set path and you have things you react to but naturally, there's, there's there's still the conductor, there's, like your soul or whatever. Yes, you're still in charge. Of, Maybe well, not in charge, but you still have you still make choices. <laughs> if we do make choices, then yeah. 
I mean, it's still unknown. But, but what do you think about, um, like, kind of going back to the beginning with, like, the God is God being loving thing? Because I remember one thing I wanted to talk about was last week, you guys mentioned a little bit about how if God put Adam and Eve in the garden and he put the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil there, which for context is, like, if they ate of that tree, the only rule was not to eat from that tree. And if they did, mm, yeah. then they would die, which means that they would be separated from God and live normal lives like we do now. And someone said, like, oh, like, is it kind of like God was kind of, God knew what they were going to do, so they didn't really have a choice, it seems. Like, what do you guys think about well, that? Well, I think Luke's idea of everything being a chemical reaction kind of explains then, to me, like, how God can know everything. Because if everything is a reaction to a reaction to a reaction, and God knows all the variables, then he does know then what choices we would make, because he can make that calculation. Right. Um, so you're saying we're like NPCs in a video game. We just have limited uh, well, reaction, uh, limited yeah. choices for reactions. <laughs> we talked about NPCs a lot on this podcast before. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, you gotta love them. One thing I, I, I mean, like, uh, um, I mean, I've been playing Red about, Dead, and a lot of the guys have a predetermined choice and path. Right. But it, depending on how you interact with them, what they would happen if one of the NPCs in Red Dead was like, "No, I have free will." Um, I would believe a programmer programmed him to say that, and then I'd uh, take a rope and tie him up and take him on a horseback ride. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We're, going, we're going back to the last topic again. I'm trying to move forward. What I'm trying That's to right. say is like, so we, we, someone said that like, how is that free will? Because like God's basically forcing them to choose this because I mean, they have two, right. they have one choice. They're obviously going to mess up eventually. And this is something that from a theological standpoint really messed me up for a while because when, when I was in Bible college, it's actually the closest I ever came to becoming an atheist than ever anything else. More of an anti-theist because... I grew up looking at God one way and then I saw learned more about God and I just didn't understand or agree with a lot of the things that were happening. And my friend and I were yeah, really I'm struggling with this. Say what? That's kind of where I'm at now, where it's yeah. more like a distaste for God than like a disbelief. Well, yeah. And one thing that really helped me was, because uh, I was talking about this with my friend, we were like, because we were talking about kind of just sins that we struggled with and we were like, why is it that everything that we are not supposed to do, we want to do? Like, I'm, I naturally crave to like be lazy and just like live for myself that's like the natural um like position humans have but like all the good things take work everything that's great takes lots of like lots of time and energy and sacrifice and i was like why would god like put them in the in the garden and give them this choice when he knew they, he knew they were going to mess up but the thing is if he didn't give them a choice and this is kind of more christiany whatever but if he didn't give them a choice then his love wouldn't be the same like if the only choice they had was to love him and there was nothing else it wouldn't mean as much right but like to make someone yeah. hate you and still show them love is more like uh, it's easy for me to be nice to my friends because I care about them. They're nice to me. I'm nice to them. Like it's not, it's not a big deal. But if I'm nice to somebody who hates me or like someone who just hurt me, like that's a bigger deal. Like the, the action of my love towards them means a lot more in that case, right? Yeah. And there's, there's a lot. This also raises lots of other questions. But I think in that sense, I was thinking about that for the podcast theologically. Like God giving them a choice, even though He knew they were gonna fail, is giving them an opportunity to love him one because they want to but two let's him let's him show them even more love than if they just had no other choice but to love him and be happy oh that's a that's a really good point um i think uh, my heart resonates with the anti-god notion because that's something i had to um, <sighs> way that it was explained to me through Again, my own kind of Calvinistic theology thing, because Calvinistic theology, they they say, they they say sovereign of God, but what they mean by that is complete or total sovereignty of God, in which God is 
responsible for everything that we do, good, bad, sin, righteous, or otherwise, right? Which I don't agree with. Um, whereas you can believe that God is, and this is where this kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning, where God is sovereign, but He create He sovereignly created us whole- to have free will, and I think that that's evidenced in the Garden of Eden with the tree that He gave them the choice to choose Him or to choose the tree. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. I still struggle with the why did he put the tree there if it was going to lead to our downfall. Um, but I, I guess like I didn't, don't know. The, the if it didn't, it'd be weirder. Cause I, I, like, think, I mean, it would suck. I think, it sucks now, but sorry, like, it, we'd be forced to love and we'd have no other choice and it wouldn't be real, you know? I guess the bigger, the bigger, the bigger picture answer to that is that God saw that it would be better to have a world with choice as opposed where the where it could be where the where sin was a reality as opposed to there was no choice and sin wasn't an option I mean, that you for can whatever defend reason, it you can defend it by saying like well it's god so we'll never understand it because it's stupid for us to believe with our tiny human brains that we can understand god which i do take that into account i just try not to make that my answer if i can help it and that's kind of embedded in what I in what I said, what I said there. But it's I don't know. I think that's kind of a nicer way to sound like. Well, don't question God because He knew what He was doing. I think the the way one of the ways that I had it described to me was um, that God, and this this will reveal my theology a little bit on this. But true love doesn't force people to love that person back is it because if you try to force it you it's 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 more of a control factor like i want to control who you are you will love me or you will not yeah, you love me it, it's, it's more not, of a control it's not love anymore it's not love but if there's a willing choice involved to say you know i've put you in so to use the garden of eden i've put you in this garden you're in full complete union with me you're together with me you walk with me the whole nine yards just don't eat of this tree you're basically saying do all these things as you walk with me because this is the gift of my love but i'm asking you don't do this it's kind of so i got married back in august as luke said and <laughs> um, and and a, and a big part of marriage is saying i'm committing to you and you alone because i love you i still have the choice if i wanted to to go and sleep with other people but what does that say about my love toward the other person mm-hmm. and so again that kind of falls into that i think in a cosmic way and i think a great and then another great biblical image of this is the prophet hosea with his wife mm-hmm. uh, marries somebody who then turns out to be an adulterer who turns out to you know becoming a prostitute and the whole nine yards and he still takes her back and it's the image of I, you know, I have my bride, which is Israel, or now I have the bride, which is my, which is the church, and my bride is sleeping with other people. Like my bride <laughs> is cheating on me with other people, and yet I am still taking them back and loving them. And so that is, and so then that's kind of there again. Mm-hmm. But then the awkwardness choosing, is, but we it's still like... have the. The awkwardness is now he's like, yeah, you can choose to love me and, and it'd be awesome, or you can not, and then you just go burn forever. 
Whatever you want to do. Like it's your it's your choice. I mean, I you can, I can no, entertain the idea that maybe forever. we have Hollywoodized what we think hell actually is. Um, I do think that there's a possibility that we are making it cartoon. Well, yeah, there's, oh, it's fire there's and like, burn and torture. Well, it's like, I mean, well, literally, how do we know that hell is not just like the world? Burning and gnashing of teeth. And then we just, you know, like, the Bible's very symbolic too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So hell there is like There's like different is. options kind of, not like that you can choose, but like some people believe in like conditionalism where you go to hell just based on the crimes that you have committed. And then after that, you're either destroyed or you get to go to heaven. It, it depends. Or mm-hmm. like, there's like, uh, what's it called? Annihilationism, where like, you really just like yep. stop to stop existing. Like you go get judged, and God just like, <laughs> and there's like you know there's there's lots of possibilities within Christianity of like what hell could be. So yeah, you're right. It might not be the freaky thing that we see on TV and like think about when we hear of hell. Yeah. Except for the fact that Jesus says, I mean, I don't know. To me, Jesus sounds pretty specific about um, what hell is. Yeah, yeah. Compares it to like Golgotha, I guess I, I guess I guess I guess the clarification of what they were saying was like there's a lot of different interpretations of what Jesus said, right? And then those interpretations are kind of like, well, what does he mean by this? Does he mean this literally? Does he mean it metaphorically? Yeah. So I, I know where you're, I know where all of you guys are coming from. That's just kind of the. It's just like if I said, um, you know, hell is a place where there's gnashing of teeth, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what does that mean? Oh, it means people are literally going to take their teeth and just crunch them together. That's what Jesus said. That's exactly what he meant. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, hold up. Now, does that, what does that mean exactly? You know, and so it's like, oh, it's a place of fire and death and pain. And it's like the world right now is a place of fire and death <laughs> and pain. We're already there. So what if hell was like, you just stay here on earth? I think, a, I, think an, I think an interesting one that I heard was that hell is complete and utter separation from God, mm-hmm. which is painful and awful and horrible and the whole nine yards which could either be like a legitimate physical reality or could be annihilationism i don't know but that's that's kind of the or could be a weird like spiritual place where you're still on earth and you just can't connect to him yeah i think to add on to what josh said um it's not only separation from god like according to the bible it's being revealed to god as a judge and knowing who God is and then being separated from it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like actually rejecting it, you mean? Yeah, because like you go to heaven, you're like, oh man, God is real. And he's like, yeah, but you can't come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or send you wherever. Yeah. It does suck. And that's why like, um, like predestination is such a scary thought because like if God is choosing who does and who doesn't go, then it's kind of nefarious sounding. From that perspective, yeah. yeah now we're all that's, sad. That's that's <laughs> that's one of that's one of my biggest problems with Calvinistic predestination is that mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah, it's be very uncomfortable. But the way I've <laughs> I, the way I've heard it, oh go ahead, man. I think <laughs> I think that's a tough thing. Like going back to what you guys were saying about who are you, oh man, to question God. I think it's I think it's a very human way to view it. View it. I mean, God created punishment. God created hell. There's a reason for that. And I don't think it's just to punish the bad people. I think there's a reason he created hell. I think it's (laughs) to express his justice. So I don't think it's a a complete um, 
these are bad people, so they need to go to hell. I think in some way he made it for a purpose. And that purpose was to express his justice, but also express his love by choosing some. Because mm-hmm. it's outside of um, PS Nation, like, it's really easy. Like, he says, hey, just, like, tell me you don't want to go to hell. And you don't have to. Like, it's not that hard. But, like, PS Nation makes it, definitely makes it a lot more confusing. The problem is you have to figure out that that's all you have to do. And I know it's yeah. like, well, the Bible just says it. I'm like, well, yeah, but the Quran says something else. Mm-hmm. And so how do I know which one of those is true? Well, yeah. we just know. And it's like, well, you just know what you grew up with. Yeah. I had a conversation with someone in, um, in uh, one of my like uh, life group Bible studies one time. And I, I, we, I forgot exactly what we were talking about. We were kind of talking about something similar. And I had said, um, and I still believe this, I had said, I, I just don't really see, I said, well, I said God had to have, has to give us free will or have the ability to make choices. Because if he didn't, then if like, you know, predestination were a thing then we're all or, or, or a thing in in, t- in its entirety then we would just be basically like puppets and i i just it's hard for me to find the reason why he would create us to just be puppets like what's the point like that would just be like a big yeah. game and i don't really see how you already, like you already have puppets, just, you don't need more exactly puppets. that just doesn't make any sense like why would what's what's the point of even creating an entire existence for us just to go through a thing that he's already like completely decided for. I, so it's hard. It's, it's really hard for me to even believe that predetermination exists in its, and its entirety. I feel like that's why I I'm still stuck on this. It just, this is a weird mix of, Mm -hmm. we have the ability to make choices, but I think that, um, there are whatever choices we make lead us down the path and whatever the path is like you know ultimately we all die right like that's the end of our path that we're on but i think we make choices to how we get there i don't think it's um yeah i think we make choices to uh how we get there so we've come to predestination exists but we haven't come to free will exists (laughs) well i mean (laughs) i mean i don't i mean i i also i mean i just I mean, I was—I didn't know if Luke was going to ever ask us like, "What's our final overall thoughts?" Because I was going to save it for that. But well, I, I also—I also think that like I can speak just... my piece now. I think though. <laughs> what about like, one the thing... fact that? What about the fact that like? I mean, I find comfort in the heaven hell thing where the Bible says it's God's will for all to be saved, and it's like, okay, well, he'll work it out. Yeah, kinda. hopeful universalism that like, God could still decide to let somebody who did not necessarily follow Him on Earth. You can give them a chance. Kind of like in um, The Last Battle by C.S. Lewis. It's like the last Narnia book. Mm-hmm. They're watching Narnia like be destroyed. And there's like a bunch of Narnians around him and uh, around Aslan, who's like the Jesus figure. And there's this guy who's a Tamarine, who basically was like the other religion of people like in the world that they lived in. Mm-hmm. And he was there and he was like, oh, man, like, how did I get here? Like, I'm not supposed to be here. And Aslan's basically like, hey, every time that you served your family and loved loved your neighbor and every time you did something good, for your God, I just took it as if you did it for me. Right. So that's I, mean, C.S. Lewis, I mean, C.S. Lewis was a confirmed universalist himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, was, I do kind of lean that way a little bit. Um, because, I mean, it makes sense to me where it's I like, hope if, for that if, to be true, but I don't Well, if it's that. like, if someone was a Muslim and they, 
if someone was a Muslim and they did good things, they took care of people and they, they kept the laws that God wanted them to, and they just didn't under they didn't technically hear the word or technically ask for forgiveness or whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to imagine God being like, sorry, man, you didn't, you didn't read what was on the sheet of paper, man. You, it's like, it's like the DMV. It's like, well, you didn't get the blue form. Yeah. Sorry. You know, it, like, I just don't know that I, I feel like God I, knows I, more I, than that. I guess the, I guess the biggest thing that crops into my mind when you say that is that would, I would be more on board with that if every world religion were essentially the same and superficially different, except the reality is that every world religion is essentially different and superficially the same. Hmm. And that's kind of where I fall on that is just kind of like, I, I don't know. Like, I remember, I remember years ago, I got into a conversation with somebody who was Wiccan and like he believed like in every single god you could ever name or exist and i flat out asked him the question i was like mm-hmm. how do you how do you uh, work through different gods who say polarly opposite different things or declare like one truth over here and then this other god declares a truth that's mm-hmm. polar opposite across well, the board still, like possible, how do you, how do you, how do you how do you reconcile that and he was just like i don't and i'm just like well all right. yeah, I think it's still possible to like to be wrong. It's still possible to like not live a good life. It's the same way as if somebody lived their life just like being a dick and like or murdering people or stealing or whatever. Like just because they maybe were good in some areas or had some religion doesn't mean that they would be saved in that. Well, thing that we we about. got into this debate, Josh and Jordan, when I was there in Chicago, <laughs> where where I just said the Bible says. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on, time out, time out, time out. You were not in <laughs> Chicago. You were in Bloomington, in a, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois is bigger than Chicago. Let's just get this out of the way. Someone, <laughs> someone's a little sensitive about this. Okay, seriously, we're Bloomington with Chicago. all your food. Fine. Okay, seriously, we were. Okay, seriously, like you go anywhere in the country and you say, "Oh, I'm from Illinois." The immediate response is, "Oh, where in Chicago do you live?" Or, "How's Chicago?" And you're just like, <laughs> "Illinois is 99% cornfields. It's that like one percent yeah. that is Chicago does not count." Yeah, <laughs> that's what people from New York say to me. They're like, "Oh, I'm from New York," and I'm like, "Safe bet. Is it New York City?" And they're like, "No, it's there's other places." It's like, "All right, calm down, okay? <laughs> New York is a big city, so I just assumed it might be there." All right, so Thank what you. when we were in sorry, Bloomington? <laughs> when we were I in Bloomington, you, I, 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 had to, I had to give you crap for that. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, you're good. When we were in Bloomington, we discussed this a little bit. Where I said the Bible says that God, that Jesus said, um, "Nobody gets to the Father except through me." Right. But that's a mm-hmm. very open sentence. It's like, what does that mean exactly? And then a lot of people would say, "Well, that means you have to very you, you have to pray a very specific prayer, very specifically, asking the right thing, and then that's it." And it's like this that. It doesn't say that in that verse. Does oh, it say see, it somewhere I, else? Like what see, is? I'm, to- I'm totally with you. I don't believe it's a. I don't believe so, it's a raise so it's your right like, hand you, kind of prayer at all. Right. So it's like, what does it mean through me? That that could well, mean a lot that, of different things. That's right. kind of open ended. Well, yeah. So like right. so like right. so like the you know like the Orthodox Church tradition is, and I say Orthodox like. The, the general rule for the church throughout history has been that when Jesus says no one comes to the father except through me is what is, you know, if, if the general rule of thumb for this has been uh, putting your belief, putting your belief, putting your belief and faith in Jesus Christ and then obeying him and following him. But like the faith is what saves you. The obedience is the evidence of that faith. And so that's kind of the starting point of, okay, what's, what's the orthodox teaching of this text? And that's what that is, which 
and you brought up, and this could be a whole other podcast for another day. Um, Luke, we spend a lot of time talking, working through this idea because Luke's been wrestling with, um, well, that's your interpretation. Um, how do we deal with different interpretations of scripture, stuff like that, which is a great conversation to have. And I think it's a very important conversation to have. But that's where you start from, is what, how, how, does, how has the church taught this in the past, and that's the way the church has taught it in the past. I mean, I do the same thing with my own brain, right. where I believe a certain thing, and then when I really dissect it, I go, wait a second, okay, this is a little bit of a cognitive distortion that's not quite right. Like if I, if I say I have to pass this test because mm-hmm. I have to get this job because I have to do this. And if I don't do that, then I'm not perfect. And I made a mistake and I'm a failure and it's all ruined. And it's like, wait a second. Okay, hold up. That's not quite right. If I don't pass this test, then I don't pass this test. doesn't mean I'm a failure. I can like fail a test and not be a failure. I cannot. I don't have to be perfect. Like it's all rooted in a little bit of a twisted viewpoint that I have to be perfect. And that's not right. And so what I try to do with the Bible is say, what are the cognitive distortions that we're formulating based on the Bible? Do you think that that's an accurate way to do everything, though? Like, to, to what you just described about passing the test, do you think that that's an appropriate way to work your way through every, every problem or every situation? Well, I think it's, it's about what's true. You know, what am I believing that's yeah, I think, true? I think it's wise to assess what, you're, what you think and try to make sure it's not just an emotional response or just like an automatic response to something. No, I agree with well, that. we're not I, talking I, about I, that, though. He doesn't I, do I, that. He goes well, overcritical to the point where you want to, it's like, dude, it, it, it's, you can breathe. It's okay. You're allowed to breathe. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you have to be balanced about it. No, I, I, I agree I, with Luke I, when, it, when it comes to that. Like, you have to take some time to look at what you're doing and what you're thinking and critically assess it and make the decision. And just mm-hmm. at what point do you go, all right, I've gone so far down the rabbit hole that I'm literally driving myself crazy and I can't function as a human being. Well, that's, subject- that's subjective, I guess, to the person. you got to figure it out. But I think... I'll, I agree. I think the best way is to, like, is not to... Like, you can't... You're, there's something you're just never going to figure out. Like, for me, like, I've, I've been talking about this stuff for the past couple of weeks, actually, because... Um, I'm always like, I'm always worried that I'm on the right path that God wants me to be on. Like I'm always trying to make sure that I'm right. making the right choices or whatever. And that's not necessarily a good thing. But I also understand that a lot of these things that I wrestle with and that I don't know, I'm never going to fully figure out. But there's like, there's steps to it. Like I've, I've learned more and more. And every time I learn more, I add that to what I know. And like, well, that's the instance, frustrating part about it, right? Yeah. Well, the frustrating part is like, I keep finding new things that I know and then I keep finding new things that I was wrong about. But I also, like, okay, I was, cause I was talking about Destiny the other day. And um, the person I was talking to was like, oh, you, well, you keep contradicting yourself. I'm like, I know, because there's not one answer. And I know this. So for me, like, having that mindset going into it helps me not be stressed about it because, yeah, there's lots of different possibilities and yeah, there's lots of different answers and I don't know which one's right. But that's okay because that's, it's a big problem, you know? Mm hmm. So you got to look at it as what it is, which is a big problem you got to figure out. And I'm just saying that um, with psychology, we have core beliefs that sort of warp our thinking. Mm-hmm. So if I have a core belief that right. I have to be perfect, that's not quite right. You don't have to be perfect or you're never going to be perfect. So if you... Let yourself be miserable anytime you're not exactly perfect. You're going to be miserable all the time. 
Mm-hmm. And so, agreed. And so, what the cognitive or the distortions of the scriptures are what the Pharisees always did. And the Pharisees, the thing about the Pharisees, just for anyone who's not a Christian, the Pharisees were the ones that kind of like took a very literal translation and very much followed the rules and um, just weren't very loving people in, in a lot of ways. So the distortions that they had, um, they didn't realize that they were Pharisees. So for us, we're not going to know that we have a distorted view of the Bible yeah. or a distorted view of anything. That's the whole thing is nobody's going to know that you're confused. So what I just try and say is like, how am I confused? How are other people confused? I guess, no, I, know. I, guess I guess you're saying like, he's trying to ask like, how do you know when you're doing it in a healthy way? And I think if you don't feel like, if you feel really stressed out all the time, you're probably not doing it in a healthy way. But I guess right. I'm saying like, exactly. look at it as steps and progress. Like if you're building something, you're not going to finish the whole house in one day. You're like, all right, today I'm going to figure this out and then I'll add to it and then I'll add to it. Or if you're trying to find something, you're like, oh, like, oh I got some clues. Uh, this is the clues that I have. No, I'll find it. Okay, let's um, let's do final words. This is not a Joe Rogan podcast. We're going to wrap it up. Um, ah. Who has something more that they would like to say? I mean, I'll say I'm something. Still like convinced one way or another. I. Oh. Well, who's talking? How about we, how about we have Andrew go first since he was the guest and he wanted to join? Sure. Yeah, Andrew, I, I know we, we had a lot of conversation. <laughs> look what look what happened. You know? Yeah, a lot of what, conversation. So what are you what are your final words? Um There's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to take in. I just um, <laughs> my, my personal beliefs about um God kinda made it a little difficult to participate um, just because when we were first talking about a secular view on this kind of um, thinking, it was very easy to just say, like agree with um, Luke about um, everything just being predetermined based on reactions and math. Um, But because, because of my belief in God and how the Bible's pretty clear about God predetermining and God um, having a plan before the foundation of the earth, it's kind of hard to have this conversation. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah, right. Because it's already kind if, of you're, if you're rooted in a set of rules that we're not following. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I. I guess my final thought would be like to go back to what I said before when we were more in the secular realm. It seems like free will because we make choices. I mean, I live my life like that every day. I live my life freely because I view it that way. But the Bible tells a different story. At least my belief is that it is a story um, pre-written, but I get to take part of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, I think that's, a, there, I mean, you could have this whole debate uh, and just in a church, you know, like uh, like this, this whole debate is huge just in uh, 
We don't need any more church splits. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, this is like a, a, a philosophical. Er, philosophical. Philosophical. What's the word? Philosophical. This philosophical. is philosophical. Philosophical debate, and it's uh, difficult, but it, it branches into just philosophy in general and in the church itself. Yeah. So it's a big topic. Totally. So, who, who else has something they'd like to say before we wrap up? I'll go. Uh, I'm still stuck in the middle, but I, but maybe a little more towards predetermination or whatever the other one we're using was predestination versus um, free will. I, I'm definitely on the predestination side with plenty of free will. It's like a, I'd say a 60-40 split. Okay. That makes any sense. I moved a little more to the left with uh, predetermination, but I still believe there's plenty of free will options and choices we make. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I guess uh, this is Michael talking. I guess for me, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) I think think they they can, they're both true a little bit, obviously, because like Andrew keeps saying, it is in the Bible where God talks about um, like, like preordaining and like counting our, like having our steps planned out. But I think it's more maybe like on a broad sense, like in, in, in the history of the world, God wants to accomplish these things. They're going to happen and he can use you to do it. Or if you don't do it, he'll use somebody else. But I think that if God is love, then I think that predestination in the sense that he chooses who and who doesn't go to heaven, I think it's just incompatible. Those things don't make sense together. But it's obviously got to be a mix because if God knows everything that's going to happen, he doesn't stop it. He's still kind of making it happen. Or, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. But basically, like, for me, that interpretation of predestination makes the most sense where it's like the broad scheme of the world. God's in control and he has a plan but he can use you or not use you. You can choose him. You cannot choose him, whatever. For me, like, I think that free will and God being love can't, I mean, not free will, predestination and God being love can't coexist if God chooses who does and doesn't go to heaven. And I think for me, if, if that's true, that God does only elect certain people and does send certain people to hell, that wouldn't be a God I could solve. I could serve, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like do, do like, mental gymnastics to get there but from what i've what i'm looking at what i'm learning i feel like it still works like god has a big plan for everybody and either you can do it or you can't do it but bottom line is you still have the choice to do what he wants you to do or choose him or not choose him okay that's it fair enough uh who else anyone else want to close yeah so i definitely agree with all the people that are saying god has uh, michael i guess kind of said it and probably the a more way that I agree with. I do think that God has a plan for everyone, but I think that's our choice. If we walk, we go with that plan or we choose our own plan. And I think that's completely free will. Um, Cause I think that we can't live in this existence the way that I feel like it was, I feel like God created it to be without free will like michael said it just doesn't make any sense um but i also think that there are a lot of things um in this existence that um we're just not really supposed to know and supposed to figure out and i personally think this is one of them because i don't think having the answer um makes any difference to our lives um and uh, yeah, I think we should spend more time being kinder to people and making the world a better place to exist in currently. I think we can all agree with that one. 
<laughs> that was my social justice. Uh, That's right. Speech. Be nicer, everyone. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you have anything you'd like to say? I'm definitely leading on the side of the um, what you were talking about, Luke, with the everything being like a chain reaction. Um, but I think my belief in that would be conditional on the fact that God's will is everyone is saved. So I don't know. There's a lot of questions still that I have. Um, I feel like this is a never ending thought process for me. Okay. Uh, Josh. I'm where I was before. I mean like closing remarks though, you know? Oh yeah. Um, I believe that God is sovereign. All that, all that we know and all that we have that he created us to be active participants in this world and thus he created us with free will to choices um, and ultimately the, the bottom line choice to love him and obey him or not and consequences whether positive or negative that really shapes my own view, my own view on Determinism, which I guess the better claim for me is theistic determinism. Okay. Good stuff, guys. Um, I had fun. I think this stuff is really fun to talk about. I don't think it's easy. To, no, this, this, sorry, this is my, I had fun. <laughs> this is my closing remarks. Respect me! No. <laughs> but, no seriously, but seriously, I choose not to give into that. Yeah. No, I, I don't think that there's an easy... I don't think there is a way to really come up with a final answer with this stuff, but I think it's fun to talk about just because it's complicated and it's thought, thought-provoking and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. So I don't really have anything other to say. My determined reaction is to be indignant at those words. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, if that's your deterministic viewpoint, there's no changing your mind, so might as well move on. Huh? Let's go. So, plugs, everybody. <laughs> uh, let's start with Michael. Uh, my name is Michael. Check me out on the Instagram. Uh, Michael Demas, M Y K O L D I M A S. All the stuff I do is up in there. So yeah. Woo. Okay. I'll Shane. I'll be posting answers okay. to all of the theological questions in the world on there. The <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, done. Okay. Yeah, Shane. Done. <laughs> yeah. Check out the podcast that I host called the Pop Talk Podcast. The next episode, we're talking about the uh, latest album from Imagine Dragons. So there's that. And uh, yeah. And then, yeah, f- we should follow us on social media. It's, everything's just at Pop Talk. And then, if you want to follow me, uh, Twitter and Instagram is at Mr. McCaddy, M R M C C A T T Y. And I actually should, um, probably having a another vlog coming soon because Michael and I are supposed to be going to <gasps> Venom. So, yeah, vlog, so, vlog might Do be it. coming soon. But yeah, that's all I got. We're finally cool. gonna see it. All right, potentially. It's bad, Nick. <laughs> Shut I mean, up, I have, Nick. I have no idea. Shut up. So. You're off the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to right. my onesie. All right, Nick. What uh, what plugs do you have? 
Uh, I'm in a band called Days Gone By. Uh, we're about to put out our single probably <gasps> in like two months. <laughs> I don't know if that's soon or whatever, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Where can we follow this band? How do we know about oh. this band? Do you have like an Instagram? We have nothing. No online presence. We're waiting <laughs> no, on our mixes. Oh, no. No. Okay. It's in the works. Cool. It's okay, guys. <laughs> um, Josh. Uh, if if anyone is ever curious, um, I'm the pastor of Wapella Christian Church. It's a small Ooh. country church in the middle of cornfields and soybean fields in Illinois. <laughs> but, um, Soy! You can, Sorry. But you can visit our visit us at uh, wapellacc.org, and that's W-A-P-E-L-L-A cc.org all of our all the sermons that i preach are recorded audio recorded and put out on there so if anyone's ever curious fruits of the spirit series all the way through christmas check us out there facebook page cool check jordan you can follow me on instagram at jordy locks also check out uh, ATC Gaming. That stands for Alive Through Christ uh, Gaming. We're on Discord. We're on Star Citizen. We're pretty much or on Facebook. Uh, it's a clean Christian gaming community. You can have these kind of discussions and not be uh, ridiculed, mocked, or you can just game and have fun. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and um, we're also on Twitter, I believe. That's it for me. Cool. Cool. Okay. And the- oh, very good. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to move on to the next person. What are you saying? I was just going to say the benefit of that gaming community is that if somebody says something they don't agree with and they're playing Battlefield, they can shoot him. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> and it'd be, a, and it'd right. be appropriate. <laughs> I'm sure that everyone wishes that we were playing that game right now. Your so theology sucks, noob. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan, I'm sure you would love if I joined that server so you could shoot me. <laughs> Um, oh, I can shoot you in real life. I don't need a server. Okay, well, <laughs> got real life. It's no, like I'll with my cigar, I'll poison with you slowly. my camera. Am I right? Got him. No. Okay. Um, Andrew. Yeah. Um, I don't have that much of an online presence, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, I don't post very often. But it's me be Fletch. Me be F L E T C H. Cool. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you for making this very insanely complicated, full podcast, fun and interesting. Everyone participated, I think, very well. And I am excited to hear what people think of this episode. Remember, everyone who is listening, you can follow us on Instagram at WAITSB Podcast and send us direct messages or DMs, as the kids say. Slide Slide into them. You can send us those. <laughs> we would love to hear opinions. Uh, we really are trying to look to get some more engagement. We had a bunch of people voting on whether or not they were on predestination or determinism or free will. And so I would love to... What? What was their... What was the... What side was their audience on? Were they on predestination or were they on free will? What was the majority? So we, I did two different polls. The first poll is... 43% predestination and 57% free will. Wow, and that's I a bigger split than I thought that'd be. Yeah, let me see if I can find... There was another... I gotta remember how I can get to the past. Let me see if I can get into this. How do I get to I the past? Get to it fast enough. 
Well, like I can, there's a way on Instagram to see your past stories. And I don't remember where it is though. When I um, voted on that one, it was like 87% free will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was something like that. Um, okay. So follow us on Instagram. I would love to hear if anybody changed their mind after listening to this Ooh. podcast. That would be fun. That would be amazing if we changed someone's mind today. I mean, yeah. we, we, we solved it. But people still don't believe us. We're total influencers, so I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone's okay. mind will be changed. So we need to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> follow the Instagram, guys. Oh, my plugs. I didn't do my plugs. Oh, yeah. Follow Luke, me on Instagram you? at Luke Roxwold, L-U-K-E-R-O-C-K-S-W-O-L-D. I'm posting a lot of pictures, stories, and interesting videos, trying to be funny. Uh, people seem to really like my Instagram right now, so I'm excited. Um, follow me on there. Check us out, <laughs> guys. Listen to our other episodes. That would be great. Thanks for listening. Oh, and I didn't tell you this, Andrew. At the very end, we all say outro music together. So everybody that's ready, three, two, one, outro, outro music. music. Outro music. Outro music. Outro music. Outro music. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody stop recording. Stop.